Wings Forever Podcast presents Magic's High, an original story inspired by the universe of the Winx Club series created by Eugenio Straffi. The City of Magics, capital of the magical dimension and most notably home to three of the most prestigious private academies for young fairies, witches, and heroes. But what you probably didn't know is that it is also home to Magic's Public High School, the lesser known school of the magical dimension's capital city. At Magic's High, magical beings from all across the diverse city attend classes for general magic training, history, and tactics. This is where our story begins. Magic Sai, Chapter 1. Welcome to Magics. It was a beautiful morning in Magic City. The sun shined bright as they rose over the barrier mountains that rounded the east side of the city, giving the typical hues of green, emerald, aqua, and blue of the city's structures a subtle twinkle in the light. Rory was late for school, but what else was new? Traffic was flying bumper to flying bumper. Magic beings from all over the city were honking their hover car horns at each other all morning, and Rory had just about had enough on her way to school after dropping off her brother. As if beeping will help anyone get anywhere any faster, she exclaimed out her window just as a person flew in front of her and cut her off in traffic. What is the point of flying cars if we don't get anywhere on time? Rory wondered out loud and rested her forehead on her steering wheel. Since she didn't have her brother in the vehicle anymore, she couldn't exactly use the hoverpool lane, so it was taken even longer to get to school. Finally arriving at school, Rory shifted her chipped yellow painted hover car into P for park and rushed up the stone steps through the enormous front doors of school with minutes to spare. Mostly everyone was already in their homerooms by now, so the tall old hallways of Magic's High was nearly empty. The wooden floors creaked under Rory's boots as she walked swiftly down them towards her first classroom. Only five minutes till 9am. Ah yes, Miss Borealis. A voice called out to Rory from behind her as she rounded the corner. Just the fairy I wanted to see. Rory, now recognizing the voice, took the apple she was scarfing down for breakfast out of her mouth and turned around to greet the familiar voice. As she turned, she saw a tall, handsome wizard standing before her with two teenagers trailing behind him. Professor Sword, good morning. Sorry I'm late again. Traffic was awful and you know the hoverpool lane is only for two or more, so... She started as she waved her hands around in explanation, but Professor Sword cut her off. Oh, don't worry about that. Your mom already informed the front office that you're going to be a little late this semester. He reassured her, patting the sides of his short, blown-out afro. Professor Sword is by far the coolest principal Magic's High has ever seen, and it wasn't just due to his impeccable fashion sense. He always has the student's best interest in mind. Ever since he took the position during Rory's freshman year of high school, he's made significant changes and for the betterment of the school, such as upgrading spellbooks and potion laboratory supplies and making sure that every student had access to the realm wide web for homework. He was as real as you could find in Magic City. He took pride in knowing every student's name at his school, and everyone seemed to like him. Well, almost everyone, that is. Actually, I'm running late today, too, he said. And unfortunately, my student guide is sick and can't be here to guide our two new transfer students, Azad and Deza. Professor Sword gestured towards the student standing behind him. The two were presumably siblings by the looks of their similar features, if not twins. They both made subtle nods towards Rory as Sword introduced them. 
Azad, the boy, gave Roy a grin while his sister, Deza, looked down and fidgeted with her gold charm bracelet. Deza wore a red top with matching flowing pants and a wrap that rounded one shoulder and around her torso. Azad had dark black hair like his sister that he had pulled up into a bun on top of his head and wore a purple and gold scarf around his neck. They both wore gold headdresses with a single purple gem in the center. Uh, oh, of course. I don't mind. Rory stammered as she was both shocked and relieved that she wasn't getting reprimanded for being tardy. Again. She glanced at the students standing behind Sword, trying to place where they might be transferring from since it was the middle of a semester. Excellent, excellent. Rory here will be a great guide, one of the best students in her grade, and definitely the coolest tutor we have in Magic's High Library. Sword bragged on Rory as if he was quite proud of her accomplishments. Now, y'all better get moving before the second bell. Sword gestured down the hall as he began to walk the opposite way back to his office. Hey guys, it's nice to meet you. Rory smiled and extended a hand for a handshake towards Deza. She smiled back and shook Rory's hand. Deza's charm bracelet jingled as it sparkled in the sunlight coming through the tall hallway windows. Let's take a look at your schedules then, Rory said as she held out her hand. Azad put his hands together and closed his eyes as the purple gem on his headdress began to glow. Just then, a small ball of light appeared between his hands as he pulled them apart, revealing a thin device which he turned on and it projected from it a list of classes. He handed the device over to Rory and smiled. Here you go, he said. Impressive. Rory smirked as she took the device from Azad. Rory thought Azad was cute. A bit of a show-off, but cute nonetheless. But you might want to keep your unsupervised magic to a minimum. I'm assuming you're both still underage. She looked up from the hologram device and the two stood with confused looks at her question. I'm sorry, you're not allowed to use magic? In the most magic-rich city in the universe? Deza inquired, looking from Rory and back to her brother. Well, I mean, you can, but only under the supervision of adults. Really just anyone who has completed their BATs, basic magic assessment tests. Rory explained. Oh, yeah, we definitely don't have those in Altaduna. Azad laughed in a way that Rory felt was mocking. She shifted on the balls of her feet, her brows knit. Altaduna? Are you guys genies? Rory asked as the dash of annoyance on her face transformed to astonishment. Yeah, we're kind of a big deal. I know, I know. Azad teased. No, it's just I've never met a genie before. Um, welcome to magics. Rory smiled, trying to hide the fact that she was entirely enthralled about their origins, though she didn't want to give Azad the satisfaction of paying him much attention since he seemed pretty full of himself already, so she just changed the subject. Oh, we should probably get going, huh? Rory laughed nervously and looked back down at the hologram device to check out their first classes. Oh, we're actually in the same homeroom. It's right this way. Rory gestured down the hall they were facing and began walking as the twins followed. The three of them entered the classroom just as the last bell rang. Lots of chatter was happening among the students. The teacher hardly even glanced up at them with a casual nod to get to their seats before doing a double take and saying, Ah, Mr. Azad, Miss Deza, welcome to Magic's High. Class, welcome our new transfer students all the way from Altaduna. But to this announcement, hardly anyone looked up from what they were doing. Several students were turned around in their chairs talking loudly while others were on their magiphones and not even paying attention to the teacher. Uh, well, I'm very happy that you're here. Please, take a seat wherever you'd like. 
The teacher smiled. The three of them found their seats and the morning announcements began to play over the speakers which appeared at the front of the room in a burst of glittery magic and light. The announcements were usually all the same. The sorcerer soccer team was looking for a new goblin goalie, upcoming school field trip to Magic's museum, and a call for volunteers for the homecoming committee, etc. And don't forget to get your tickets for the upcoming annual soccer match against the heroes and fairies of Red Fountain and Althea schools. And with that, the announcements wrapped up, the magic speakers disappeared in a puff of glittery smoke, and the students were released into their next period classes. Deza and Azad met Rory outside the classroom door as students began to pour out of the classroom into the halls. So, uh, what classes do you guys have next? Rory asked, raising her voice to be heard above the collective chatter of the hallways. Potions 101, Deza replied, looking at her schedule. Transfiguration, 201, Azad grinned. Nice. I've got potions next too, so Deza, you can come with me. Azad, your class is on the way too. Rory smiled. As they turned to begin walking, they heard a person from the other end of the hall yell, Roars! Rory, Rory, Rory! They looked up to see a tall, gorgeous witch running towards them, wearing black and purple robes and waving a piece of parchment above her head. Her long silver hair glistened in the sunlight, bouncing over her shoulders as she jogged over to join them. I've got it! It's here! The submission forms for my Cloud Tower application! The girl announced excitedly. Zoe, that's great! I'm so excited for you! Rory embraced her friend and turned to the twins. Oh, let me introduce you. This is my best friend, Zoe. Zoe, this is Azad and Deza. They're genie transfers from Altaduna. Sword asked me to be their student guide for today, Rory explained. Oh, sweet! Nice to meet you! Zoe smiled. You are a witch then? I like your robes. Deza asked, admiring her long robes that swept the floor as Zoe gave a small twirl. Oh, thank you! Aren't they so totally vintage? They were my mom's when she went to Cloud Tower, and I know that they don't really wear robes anymore, but it seemed totally fitting for today. Plus, it kind of completes my ensemble, wouldn't you say? But before Deza could respond, Zoe took a short breath and began again. Ah, roars, can you believe it? Just think, this time next year, I could be studying advanced potion alchemy with a concentration in dark magic at Cloud Tower. I just hope they like my submission. Ah, so exciting. She squealed and jumped in excitement as she thought about the idea of attending Cloud Tower School for Witches. That's super, Zoe. What did your mom say about it? Rory asked. Oh, you know, they were really busy this morning getting my siblings ready for school, and they probably didn't hear me when I told them, but I'll let them know tonight when I get home. I know that they're probably worried about cost, but Zoe trailed off. But you're the smartest, most talented witch in all of Magic's High. CT will be lucky to have you. Plus, I'm sure you'll get a good scholarship, so no doubt. Rory reassured her. Just promise me you won't go off to your fancy big school and forget all about us little people when you have your preppy private school friends next year. Rory laughed and nudged Zoe. OMG, stop, I would never. Zoe jokingly gasped and over-exaggerated a fainting motion at the thought of forgetting her best friend. Well, this looks like me. See you at lunch, Azad said as he dipped into the classroom they were passing. So, Altaduna, huh? That's pretty far. What brought you guys to Magics? Zoe asked Deza as they were adding ingredients to their cauldron for their cloning engine in the potions lab. Oh, my father is a diplomat for our kingdom, so he's here to advocate for genie rights with the Board of Magic Affairs. She explained, tucking a piece of her jet black hair behind her ear. Oh, well, that's really cool. So Rory began, clearly wanting to know more. But before she could ask any follow-up questions, Deza changed the subject. So these bat tests, everyone has to take them? 
oh, the BATs, basic magic assessment test. Yeah, everyone's got to take them at 17, but we'll both be 17 at the end of the school year. Zoe smiled at Rory and gave her a fist bump. Ah, so we will have time to catch up. Good, my brother and I don't turn 17 until next year. Deza said, almost to calm herself. Rory noticed the subtle anxiety in her voice and reassured Deza. Yeah, plus you guys are transfer students, so I'm sure Professor Sword would give you exemptions. He's cool like that, she said. Deza smiled at Rory and placed a unicorn hair into her cauldron as it began to bubble and give off a green smoke. Are you going to sign up for the homecoming committee again this year? Rory asked Zoe, looking for something lighter to talk about other than the impending doom of the BATs. Uh, probably not. I've got a lot of extra studying to do, and if I've got any chance to catch up with the CT curriculum, Zoe explained, looking rather sheepish in anticipation of Rory's response. Oh, yeah, of, of course. That totally makes sense. No worries. Rory gave a rather unconvincing smile as she prodded the crushed mandrake root in her mortar. But I'm sure Deza would love to join the committee with you this year, Zoe suggested as she nudged Deza. Oh, I'm not very sure about that. I... Deza started before Zoe cut her off. Great! Zoe exclaimed before receiving a shh and a stern look from the potionsology professor. She ducked down and whispered, Homecoming committee is a great way to get to know a lot of people, plus you get to organize the school dance. Deza gave a nervous laugh and hesitantly said, Sure, sounds fun. Deza smiled at Rory and Zoe. Homecoming committee is actually a lot of fun. Zoe and I have been on the committee together every year. Rory shared with Deza as they set their lunch trays down at the table. I'm sure it will be, thanks. It just seems like a lot. Deza replied, you know it's a lot? These sorcerer soccer tryouts. Azad said as he walked up to join them at their table. Way too many requirements for a second-rate team, he laughed. But I've got just the plan. Azad untied the gold and purple scarf around his neck and it began to float out of his hands. Before it could float away, he took it in his hands and whispered something. Then, sent it zooming off into the food hall, through the exit doors, and down the hallways of the school. Um, what was that? exclaimed Rory. Didn't I tell you that you were going to get in trouble for doing unsupervised underage magic? Rory gasped. Only if I'm caught. Chillax, boring Alice, Azad said with a wink. It's Borealis, and don't tell me to chill. I'm chill? Rory leered at him. Azad gave Rory a condescending laugh and said, <laughs> Right. Besides, it's a charmed object, an ancient family relic, so they have magic properties of their own, don't they? He gave a smirk as he saw his scarf racing back into the food hall through the air, holding something shiny in the corner of its fabric. It circled around the group before dropping the item into Azad's hand and assuming its original place around his neck and securely tying itself closed. He opened his hand and revealed a large pair of horn-rimmed glasses. Zad, whose glasses are those? Daisy sneered in a hushed tone at her brother. <laughs> um, that would be Coach K, our gym teacher and sorcerer soccer coach. He's an ogre with terrible eyesight. Zoe explained as she held back laughter. Azad placed the large glasses on his face and squinted at the group. Man, you're not kidding. This guy is blind. The girls laughed as he took them off and placed them on the inside of his vest pocket. No worries, I have soccer tryouts later today. I'll give them back then. After my tryout, of course. Can't have them see how bad I am. Maybe I'll actually have a shot at making the team that way. He laughed as he winked at Rory, who rolled her eyes as she drank her green juice.
See you after work, Zoe. The final school bell rang for the day as Rory exited through the back doors at the end of the hall and turned to take her regular shortcut. Not many knew about the shortcut through the back alley of the school, and for that, Rory was grateful since she used it usually to beat the school crowd, all getting out of classes at once. She was rushing to meet the twins at the front of the school before heading off to her shift at the Hex Cafe. As she approached some trash bins ahead of her on her left, she could hear a commotion behind them. Then, she could faintly hear three voices she definitely recognized. Captain of the soccer team, Justin, and his buddies, Leopold and Derek, two junior wizards that were also on the team. Although she couldn't see them yet, she could probably guess they were up to no good. Once she was in earshot, she heard them speaking to a fourth person. Just wanted to give you a proper welcome to the team. She heard Justin say, and the bin shook as if he had shoved some poor soul into it. Yeah, really, oof, appreciate it, fellas. Truly, I do, said the fourth voice, which Rory immediately placed as belonging to Azad. Rory gasped and quickened her pace to arrive where they stood. <laughs> what are you nomadges up to? Rory laughed as she laid eyes on the situation. Azad was backed into a corner with a bloody lip and his hair disheveled. Mind your business, Borealis, and keep walking. Derek said as they turned their attention back to Azad. Uh, you see, I can't really do that when you've got my new friend here cornered in a dark alleyway, so... She retorted, placing her backpack down and taking a stance ready to fight. The four guys started laughing uncontrollably. What? <laughs> what do you think you're doing? Justin said through roaring laughs as he held his stomach. <laughs> you gonna wow us with your little light shows? Leopold added, doubled over. Run along, little fairy. This does not concern you, Derek said as they all turned away. Azad looked around the guys towering over him and said to Rory, Really, Rory, I'm fine. Just a bit of team bonding is all. He winced as he raised his hand to wave and brought it back down to cradle his ribs. Yeah, sure. Team bonding. Rory, with a roll of her eyes, snapped her fingers and balls of light appeared at the tips of all ten of her fingers. With a quick flick of her wrist, she sent them flying towards the feet of the guys surrounding Azad, and the lights exploded around them like firecrackers. They all yelled and ran for cover while Azad looked completely annoyed. Well, that was just unnecessary. I was bonding with my teammates, he said, standing up and dusting himself off. Right, you were seconds away from braiding each other's hair and exchanging friendship bracelets. She snarled back. Uh, exactly. I had it under control, he laughed. Rory turned around to gather her things and continued down the alley to the front of the school. Azad caught up with her and started again. No, really. I was fine. I can handle myself, he assured. Those guys are jerks, but if I was really in trouble, I could have escaped. I'm pretty good at that. He smiled at himself and stopped to admire his wit, but Rory kept walking, paying him no attention. Listen, thanks for your help, but it wasn't necessary, he said, catching up to her again. Wouldn't want you getting in trouble for doing unsupervised underage magic. He mocked. To the last comment, Rory turned around on the balls of her feet abruptly to face Azad. First off, maybe it wasn't anything to do with you and everything to do with putting those losers in their place. She motioned with her arm in the direction down the alley which Justin and his goonies all ran. Thirdly, she gave a deep breath out. I'd only get in trouble if I'm caught. She said to mock Azad back from his comment at lunch earlier. She gave a brief smirk before turning back around and continuing around the corner and meeting Deza at the front of the school. Azad shook his head, laughed to himself, and smiled as he continued to follow her. Well, thanks again for showing us around all day. Deza smiled as she met up with Rory and her brother. I hope we didn't burden you too much, Azad added with a slight grin. No, really, it was great getting to show both of you around, Rory said, checking her magic watch. 
I really do have to fly, though. Let me know if you guys need any good food wrecks in the city. Rory said as she waved goodbye and pulled out her keys for her hover car. You look like you had a good day. Deza laughed, noticing her brother's bloody lip. Yeah, it wasn't half bad. He shrugged as he watched Rory's hover car take off and zoom away. I made the soccer team. Azad laughed as he strained his scarf around his neck. He turned to face his sister and struck a triumphant pose, placing his fists on his waist, and declared, You're looking at Magic's High's new goblin goalie. Thanks so much for supporting the first chapter of Magic's High. If you enjoyed this first chapter, be sure to follow the project on your preferred streaming platform so that you're notified when new chapters are released. You can also read and follow along on our Wattpad at Winx Forever Podcast. The theme for Magic's High is the song Reflections by Comet off of their debut 2021 album, We're Going to Be Okay. For updates, behind the scenes content, and a look further into the magical universe of Magic's High, follow along on our social media. Until next time, I'm Lola Valentine, and this is Magic's High, more than high school. Mm